What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith. I have a good show for you today. Uh, we've been, uh, man, it's been a little bit slower uh, on the on the releases. I know they're, you know, through December there, you know, we kind of only did like one a week and uh, I think we mostly did kind of one a week in January as well. So we are getting back to the the two a week. Last week we only did one, but this week we are back to two episodes. And today I have a pretty fun conversation in store. Before I get to my guest, though, I do want to send a, a big shout out to Convergence Media Group. Man, we partnered with these guys some time ago now it's been i don't know six or seven months now and uh just the show has just grown leaps and bounds the content we're producing is just on a whole nother level my personal understanding of production and uh production quality and value well i've always understood the value of it but now i have a deeper understanding in the value of production quality and uh also all thanks to these guys i've learned a lot um you know they work with companies across all industries all across the country and if you are interested in um you know building your brand building your business uh you know creating a digital presence and and you know increasing that brand awareness i'd really recommend checking them out so go to convergencemg.com check them out also you can check them out on all social platforms convergence mg and uh, and see what they're about, man. Again, they just help with content creation and brand strategy, and they will help you grow your brand. We've been pretty pumped since partnering with them, and uh, I think you guys will as well. Um, also, I want to send a big shout-out to uh, my good friends over at Jombo Superfoods. Uh, go check them out, man, jombocbd.com. If you are in the market for some CBD, you know, a lot of people are getting benefits, and I use CBD on a regular basis. You know, my household uh, is is fucking, we are CBD friendly. I put it in my kids' breakfast, and, you know, we give it to the pets, and my girlfriend and I, and we, you know, we take it, and just, you know, there are a lot of benefits. It's It's an adaptogen, which makes it almost sound like snake oil, because it really does help with, you know, a, a, a multitude of ailments, or, you know, pain points for some people you know inflammation is a big issue for a lot of people it's it's the the root cause of a lot of autoimmune you know issues is is inflammation and uh cbd does help with the regulation of of inflammation helps with brain health it helps with your gut cbd has been shown to aid in mood regulation so a lot of benefits with this one cannabinoid found in the cannabis plant uh you can go check them out uh jombocbd.com they have topicals and sprays and balms and lots of goodies over there uh, you can save 20% when you use the code outside at checkout and uh, they are typically buying two, uh, doing buy two get one free so throw two in your cart you'll get that third one for free it's a win win for everybody uh, and you'll save 20% just by using that code outside alright Let's get to my guest today. I sit down with Joseph Marquez. Joe Marquez. Um, you know, I don't know how long I've known Joe. 
it's it's this weird thing uh at at my gym or maybe it's just with me and and training you know i've been training jujitsu for over a decade now or uh, when i started i started in 2000 i started in 2009 yeah so 11 years this is my 11th year um since i have began doing jujitsu and i met joe at the uh gym he's been training with us for quite some time He's a blue belt, and uh, I really like Joe. Last year, he came uh, with us down to Austin, Texas for Paleo FX. Him and his cousin, uh, Dennis, who was in, uh, he was in the States from the Philippines on holiday. And, uh, man, it was, we had a great time. We did some jujitsu, um, ate some great food, you know, had some, some good times with some good people, and uh, it was a great time. Since having done that, Joe decided that uh, he wanted to pursue his, uh, you know, his his passion for, you know, philosophy and 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 specifically down the the path of, of of yoga, and uh, so he's he's been studying. He studied all of last year, got yoga certified. He's been teaching some yoga up at the gym, and I just really enjoy talking to Joe. Uh, we had a, a pretty long conversation at the gym. Probably we, <laughs> shit, man. It's weird. Sometimes you just you just get you know you get going, and before you know it, like an hour just flew by. You you just stood there in one spot talking to somebody for an hour. I've I've done that several times. It's crazy how that works. But that was one of those times. Uh, Joe and I we just sat there talking. I was like, dude, we gotta definitely do this on the podcast and continue this conversation. And one of the things that we talked about both on the podcast and then, and it's it's still fucking fucking with my mind a little bit, and I'm still you know, working my way through this thought, which is, you know, there is no good or bad. Like, it all just, it's like, it's, it's all the same thing. It just is. There isn't this this positive and negative balance, because I'm always talking in, in, like, dichotomies, and there's a balance, and there's this and that, and one, one, you know, there's one end of the spectrum to the other end, and there is this whole area in the middle, right, which a lot of people, you know, a lot of us live in, but we, I feel like we, there's these extreme ends, and um, I feel like a lot of us would classify those extreme ends as two different things, but what we're getting you know, through the conversation Joe and I had gathered, you know, I gathered and, you know, you know, he was saying that, uh, it's all the same thing. It isn't either good nor bad. It just, it just is. And, you know, and that's what we place on it as humans. Like that's our own understanding. And I'm, I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, man, it's like, yeah, I mean, I get that. I, I was like, I get it, but I have this resistance to it. So I don't know, man, it's just this thought, you know, uh, I don't know if it's a thought experiment or exercise or whatever you want to call it, but either way, this thing has got me thinking, and uh, this was a fun conversation, so we talked a lot about that. Um, Joe's a great dude, yoga instructor, jiu-jitsu guy, just all-around great human, and uh, you guys are going to enjoy it. So, without any further ado, hey guys, let's just gain some motherfucking perspective. I got Joe Marquez for you guys. Sync that motherfucking audio. <laughs> Here we go, Joe. Let's go. Joe Marquez. You know, I think it's so... F you're Filipino, right? Yeah. I think it's so funny how, f like, um, in the Filipino culture, there's, uh, like, a huge Hispanic influence. Oh, yeah. Big. Yeah. So, like, 
all a lot of the last names are Hispanic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's interesting. That's yeah. fucking interesting. Did you grow up in? Yeah, I was born there. When did you come to the states? Uh, I was like seven, eight years old. Oh yeah. That yeah. Do you remember like what that was like? Cause how old are you now? Thirty. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. So almost thirty years you've been in the states. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I I do remember a little bit of it. It was just a uh, big difference because it was it's a tropical climate, and yeah. then I came to New Jersey in February and there was snow everywhere. So it was like, whoa, this is different, way <laughs> yeah. different, bro. You have family in Jersey now? Uh no, no, we moved. Our family moved from New Jersey to here in St. Louis. Okay, Maryland Heights, then St. Charles. And then okay, so it's pretty much other than the Philippines, is your family like located here? Yeah, my media family is located here. Well, how much family do you have in the States? Me, my mom, my dad, my sister, and then my sister's family. Okay. Yeah. That's why you say your immediate family? Yeah, yeah. Because like, you don't count your sister's family? <laughs> 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 they count, they count. <laughs> I mean, they don't yeah. have to count, yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's something I don't know about no. with you and your sister. Maybe no. you don't like your sister. No, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> yeah. Putting you on the spot as soon as we get it going, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So what's been up, man? Not much. Uh... You led a good yoga class yesterday. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice little pop-up impromptu. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel on the spot when you do shit like that? I like being put on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see if it really works. It's a real test, you know? Yeah. It's like jujitsu. You learned all these techniques. Now you got to go ahead and go in competition. Yeah. But sometimes it's nice to, like, think about what you're going to be teaching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, fortunately, I've done those type of classes yeah and that's what i actually prefer is after everybody's tired they got done training after open mat then it's the gentle flow where you're not really doing any hard poses you're just there to get everybody recovered and rebalanced yeah yeah i, feel, yeah. I get more benefit out of that because i don't need yoga as a workout or for weight loss or for anything i use it more for rebalancing and recovery yeah so I mean, it's definitely a good practice for like recovery and um, t- uh, from like a meditative standpoint, yes. if you are going s- at that slower pace, you mm-hmm. can really like focus and tap into your breath work. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, that's a pretty big thing. Yeah, dude. We had a good turnout yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, had. dude. Yoga and jujitsu go hand in hand. Very, very close to each other. And actually you can consider jujitsu as a form of yoga. If you really think about it, it's a way to control your breath, your body and your mind and align them as one. And when you're doing that in, in jiu-jitsu when you're sparring, so yeah. if you can get it aligned, everything's moving together, then you can do the move and no work. Is that not is that not more meditation, less yoga? Or is, is the movement what makes it yoga? Um, what do you think? The movement, well, the movement is part of yoga, but it's not what makes it yoga. What makes it yoga? Uh, well, <laughs> yoga's big. It's huge. There's many definitions of yoga. Uh, yoga... Well, at least to me, my interpretation is a path to self-realization. Okay. So, and part of the practice is a movement practice. There's also pranayama, which is the breath practice. Yeah. And there's a lot of other practices that um, that you go into. Um, there's the eightfold path that's been uh, called the eight ashtanga means means eight the eight uh, eightfold path ashta means like eight. Okay. Um. So you can use that path of Patanjali, which was used. That's he's the authority on like yoga. Okay, who's um, this? Patanjali. He's Patanjali. uh 
some people call him a saint or a rishi or someone who's enlightened, but he combined. He's kind of like the Helio Gracie of of, of yoga, if you okay. want to put it that way. Yeah. So there's there, there was judo before and all these techniques that were working. Um, so he put it in a a thread in the book of the eight uh, the eight limbs of yoga, putting them all together and okay. using all these th- eight limbs, you can find like self realization. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, India. India. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So does does yoga specifically originate in India? Um, yes, that it's like a Sanskrit word. At least that word is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause you know how sometimes like we'll credit certain things, certain practices, certain tools, whatever it may be to certain areas. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like that's kind of where it was for the most part. But then there's like, I think of it cause I do a lot of like the mace work, for mm-hmm. example, and, and mace work or gata is big in India. Yeah. And for thousands huh. of years, um, oh, I didn't wrestlers, know that. yeah, wrestlers oh, yeah. Used in India and they would just make them out of, um, like concrete or stone and like wood and shit like yeah. that. And it's great for like shoulder strength and hand strength. And yeah, it's good know, for a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Right. But these Indian wrestlers have been using it for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. So naturally you would say like, all right, well, yeah, maces or the gata is from India. But then also if you look, at um like vikings like they also have yeah. maces you know so yeah. like so like here and there like you find maces is it kind of like that with yoga um, like maybe people are doing yoga here and there but it's are you just, talking about the physical practice yeah i'm pretty sure the physical practice is it all just india if you can find that everywhere though i mean just movement movement it's like just movement. good movement is good movement if it's efficient it's going to be efficient everywhere whether it comes from asia or u.s like gymnastics a lot of the movements that they use in gymnastics. Actually, yoga took a, bu- a bunch of stuff from gymnastics. The, the current form of it, like the hatha yoga, form. yeah, oh, okay, with yeah. all the bending stuff and all the flexible stuff. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of the same concepts applies. Like yeah. a good frame is a good frame. If you're using more your bones instead of your muscles, yeah, it's gonna you're gonna be stronger in that position. Yeah, the same thing in jujitsu. Yeah, a lot. Dude, movement is a language in itself. Oh, right? for sure. Movement yeah, movement is movement. Yeah, and um, I always talk about how uh, like wrestling was my first movement language. Uh huh. And so for me, anytime if, like when we're learning jujitsu or something, I just I just automatically translate that to wrestling. Yeah. At least as far as like the words that I use, because the words that we use are irrelevant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Whatever it is, whether it like, you see it all the time today, and like you, you have like move net or you have like animal flow or you yeah. have you, know, you have like these different programs that they put these names to these movements, but that's why you can have even in like jujitsu, you have three different names exactly. for the same move. Yeah, you have the Japanese name, you have the wrestling name, and yeah. you have the Brazilian Portuguese name yeah. for it. It's all the same shit. And then whatever you want to call like some tenth planet name, you know, something crazy. Right. Yeah. It's just movement. Yeah, it's the same thing though. It's the same exact move. Yeah. But yoga is cool, right? Because we here, at least in the States and maybe just I don't know if it's just a traditional or maybe more like a modern point of view but we always just we do focus only on the movement piece mostly yes that's what we're focused but it's more encompassing than that and oftentimes you don't really get a lot of the the big benefits from yoga until you kind of get past that movement piece and you get your body out of the way Mm -hmm. and then that's when the real work is done right more work is done. More work is done. Yeah. But, but, but it's all real work. It's all real work. <laughs> More work. I like that better. Yeah. Yeah, explain it to me, bro. So. Because you've been studying this for the past year. Yeah. Okay. If you think about it, if, you're, if we're going back to the origins using Patanjali Yoga, yeah. which is like BC times. I don't know the exact years, but this is thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. When he came up with it. Um, the posture, asana. It's a very, very small part of it. Okay. It's essentially being able to sit and be still 
for an extended period of time so you can meditate. That was the purpose of the movement of the asana, is to be able to just sit. Just sit and just sit. be still. So we interpret that as a way to control your body. Sitting is a way of controlling your body? Yeah. Because we naturally want to move? Well, in order to meditate, well, one one way to meditate, not the only way to meditate. Let me let me let me backtrack here. There are m- many ways to meditate. For sure. Um, so if you want to be able to have your thoughts and and find out who you really are, uh, it helps to be still. Yeah. So it helps to have your mind to be still because you have all these thoughts running around, running around. If you're already moving, then you're probably thinking a whole bunch of things. Yeah. So in order to still your mind, you still your body. And, but it's very hard to still your body, so you still you try to focus on your vet and you still still your breath. So that's why every time we do a class, I try to do a breath work first, so you still the breath, and then you okay. So now you can control your breath; you're not hyperventilating. Yeah, if you can control in, like if you can tap in rather and start controlling your breath. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much to be gained through breath work. Oh, there's like, so much. You, you can tap into into some some pretty amazing states of being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's like hol- like holotropic breathing where, you know, some people will reach like heightened states of consciousness through through breath work. Um, but I mean, fuck, dude. Like you can be over anxious and just like calm yourself exactly, down. Exactly. Yeah. You can, you can control your heart rate. You there's can swim your, off. We can just pressure. like prepare your breath and your blood so you can be dude. able to stay in the cold for all intent. Yeah, time. dude. Cold exposure, dude. He's also done things like you know ran marathons in the desert off with no water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's climbing fucking Mount Everest with no oxygen. He's also elicited an amount uh, an autoimmune response to a virus. Yeah. Dude. So like he's controlling his immunity. Through through breath work and yeah, and that's that's why I emphasize it. It's it's your breath is one of the most accessible things, some of the easiest things to control. Yeah, to begin with. Yeah. So people don't think about it. No. <laughs> yeah, like so many people will, um, they'll shallow breath, like they'll shallow, they'll, yeah. they'll shallow <laughs> breathe, right? There's like hyperventilating almost. Well, you don't ever like focus on what you're doing. Like you never just take like a slow big deep intentional mm-hmm. breath like when you're trying to calm down or you're upset or something i do it randomly throughout the day yeah. i just take big deep breath but so many people there they're just like because i mean breathing is just one of those things that's on autopilot right i mean you don't have to think about it we'll just we just do that which yeah. is fortunate but because of that so many people aren't conscious of it so they just just real shallow breaths never really taking full deep you know draws of air which is just it's just no bueno bro mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. So you you do a whole lot of breath work nowadays? Um, a lot more than I used to, for sure. Yeah. yeah. What kind of practice? So what's your breath work practice look like? Uh, well, it depends. I like the. I like the. It's like a four four four. So you breathe in. For four counts, hold it for four counts, and then breathe out for four counts. Yeah, that's what and we then, did yesterday. And then yeah, and repeat it, and that can be three counts or six counts, whatever you feel. Yeah. Um, that that's the one I like the most. That's just get you automate, get you to be aware. Yeah. Of your breath. Um, so that that's that's what I like to use. There's a lot of a lot of good ones. There's alternative natural where you breathe in through one nose. Yeah. Hold it and breathe in through the other nose. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna find one that's gonna work for you. There's it depends on you know what you want to do, what your goal is. Yeah. Explore. Yeah. Explore. And and certain type of breath work's gonna be beneficial for certain things yeah yeah so yeah yeah. 
There's a lot of different ways to do it. So when we were when we were in Austin last, I went and took a breathwork class. Yeah. Yeah, like you guys all took naps. Yeah. <laughs> that was our breathwork. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all passed out and yeah. took a nap and shit, and I went and took a breathwork class. It was really cool though. It was, yeah. It was good. It was good work. Um, I had my buddy. Um, his name's Kyle Brown, and uh, he was in town. He's from L.A. And he's been studying a lot of breath work, and uh, we got, like, a pretty good mace workout. And the cool down, he, he was saying, like, one of the fastest ways to, um, like, calm your central nervous system down and mm-hmm. return to a good baseline is, like, I think I think he said it was four, seven, nine. And he's like, you take four deep breaths through your mouth, okay. and then you take seven breaths um, through your nose and out your mouth, and then nine breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And then, like, it's one of your fastest ways to, like, return your oh. line, like, Nice. That's baseline. probably yeah. good for a tournament. We did, yeah. yeah. It might be something to maybe try in a tournament or something when you're trying yeah. to recover between matches. Or just or open something. mat, you know? Yeah. Because open mat, we only have like a minute break and then yeah. get your breath back. Let's go. I mean, the faster you can do that, the better, especially yeah. in competition. Yeah. So, yeah, we did that afterwards. It felt pretty good. It felt pretty good. But it's just amazing what you can do just with breath work. Oh, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so there's breath work. Yeah. Um, there's also like, it's called the yamas and niyamas. These are the things that you're supposed to do and things you try to avoid. Which one's which? Yeah, uh, you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess. No, I don't want to guess, but one of those two, yama and niyama. I'm going to say niyama is not what you're, is what you're not supposed That sounds like it do. should be, should yeah, not like, be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like a negation, like a ni. Yeah. I know when, um, in Sanskrit, if there's an A before it. Usually means not something, um, but I don't know. But maybe the knee is also the same. Works the same way. I don't know. Anyway, so there, there's a list of those things that you're you try to do, try not to do. What are you not supposed to do? Um, I know I'm putting you. Essentially, on the spot. a lot of the things that are pretty common sense stuff. Um, like don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't 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 be a jerk. Don't steal. Be from nice. People. Try not to steal. Um, one big thing is, uh, masturbating attachment. <laughs> well, no, don't do that. Um, it's, I guess, no attachments. Um, yeah. Un- being unattached in a way. Yeah. So is yoga, how, how close are these principles in relation to like Buddhism or Taoism or something? Um, because Buddhism is a is a large religion in India, right? Yeah, right? and and they're uh, and actually Buddhist biggest um, teaching is to be unattached. Right, it's, that's, it's that's un- why. I yes, asked. yes. So it makes sense. He has some crossover there. Yeah, actually, Bu- Buddha was from India, and he mm-hmm. was you know he was a Hindu, or he was under Hinduism, or and then he did his own thing. He became enlightened. And yeah. Find his, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I took a world religions class, and uh, whenever I was an undergrad, and then. Well, because I feel like if you don't understand other religions and you don't question yours, like how do you like really know, like why do you believe what do you like what you believe? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You're just otherwise you're just blindly following things. Yes. So like I I dove deep into like world religions. And same here. Yeah. It's just so good to have that understanding, man. Essentially, they all boil down to the same thing. Like just don't be a fucking asshole, and yeah, treat people well. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that's what you get out of it, that's, I mean, that's uh, all you need. And you, some, you don't even really have to be religious to do that. There's a lot of, like, really even atheists that behave well better than most people who claim to be religious. Yeah. You know? They're yeah. just nice people in general. Just be nice, man. It's not so hard. <laughs> it's not so, so, yeah, it, I can definitely see why there'd be some, some overlap there. Mm-hmm. So what else? Um, what's, what's the, what are the other parts? So we talked about the breath work. We talked about the okay. physical. The physical, the mental. 
Um, Where's the what, what's the mental? Well, the mental is you, the the first thing in um, not the first thing. I think it might be the second line, but the the, the first main line of the ex- Patanjali explains what yoga is. Yeah, and it's just like Chitta Vitri Niroda, which is like the cessation of the mind, like m- allowing all the fluctuations in your mind that's not real to not be there. You're essentially annihilating your thoughts. Oh, uh, as in, so it's, it's saying essentially like, w- you, you say, I mean, the thoughts are there. The so thoughts are there. You just ignore them? Um, or do you just, you separate yourself from the thoughts so you understand that you, you are d- not your thoughts? You, that and you transcend your thoughts. Transcend how? You transcend it. That like, y- well, I guess you, d- you, you, in a sense, you can't, you can't disattach from it. it. Like when you're in deep sleep, right? Yeah. You're in deep sleep. There's really no thought. It's just the experiencer experiencing that nothingness. Okay. So. That nothingness of of the dream state. Of the of the deep sleep state. Okay. Um, so you, you, you're trying to, <laughs> that, I guess that's one of it. I haven't attained it. It's called Samadhi. So it's, it's, it's the ultimate realization of, of who you really are. Yeah. And like you're one with the universe and you actually really feel it when everything goes away. Oh, dude, I felt that before. Yeah. I've seen, so we, 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 we were talking yeah, we about were talking this. About. It's funny because a lot of the things in yoga and I feel like a lot of those realizations, which people, you know, they get to whether it's through breath work or through mm-hmm. these practices or through meditation, like I got there through psychedelics. Yes. And actually in the yoga sutra, even Patanji wrote about that. Yeah. Um, one of the ways is through meditation right. and another ways, um, they call it, I, I, they didn't use the word drugs, but I think chemicals is, is the word they use Compounds. or, or, uh, drugs is a weird word. Yeah. Yeah. Or some, some kind of, um, yeah, I think it was, it might have been weed or mushrooms that they it's were a using. Catalyst, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is also one of the paths that you can use. Right. Did you hear that? Rogan always tells this joke that he heard about, uh, like the monk who spent, uh, you know, 20 years learning how to like walk on water so he could cross yeah. this, cross this this okay. river or some shit so he spent all this time meditating praying learning learning how to walk on water so yeah. he could do this and then he finally does it and then like gets to their side and i don't know like says like talks to his master or something like look what i did like yeah. i learned i spent all this time meditating and he's like yeah but the nick like the ferry is only a nickel so yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like exactly it's like so to the point of like psychedelics it's like yeah man you can spend all this time meditating and doing the breath work mm-hmm. and trying to reach these heightened states and this these other dimensions yeah or you can just take a mushroom yeah <laughs> well it, it, <laughs> that, that's why you see all this stuff in the cultural revolution where you have all these people taking lsd and stuff they all kind of change their personality in a way they have different realization they were more open i've had some very so, crazy realizations dude well to your point man like i've for me and some just from my journeys, I've I've definitely realized, and I've had this insight talking about transcendence mm-hmm. of. So if you're talking about if we're, if we're just talking about our thoughts, transcending our thoughts, like you, you come to the realization that you are not your thoughts, right? Yeah, like, correct. We have these thoughts; they're happening all the time. We can choose to attach to these thoughts, yeah. and we can identify with these things, but those are not us. You correct. know what I mean? And like that's why we all like we it's, all ha- we all have fucked up thoughts, man. Like this doesn't do. make you a bad person. You know what I mean? It's just whether or not you act on these thoughts. Yes. You know what I mean? And and even even 
what are you gonna say? Well, so how do you know that it's not you? Do what? How do you? How know do you know it's not you? Okay. Um, is it? Maybe it's a part of you, but I don't know where it comes. I almost, I almost liken thoughts to like ideas, right? Like, I don't know what this, this, uh, what, what the frequency is or where it's at. Yeah, but like, it's very subtle. If if you have an idea, chances are somebody else have probably had that idea or something very similar to mm-hmm. it from somewhere in the world. Yeah. Or a, or or a different point in time, Correct. or they will have it in the future. Yeah. And it's just like, where does greatness come from? Where do these ideas come from? Where do these these thoughts come from? You know what I mean? These great inventions, these whatever it is. Like when you hear people talk about, you know, writing a book or, you know, composing a, a masterpiece yeah. of music, it's like they talk about the muse. They talk about like it, like it wasn't even me, this outer, exactly, this outer yeah. bodily experience. It's like are we just tapping into a frequency so that we can – we can get these ideas you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like what are we doing there so i almost liken it to that it's like these thoughts aren't you they're out there and maybe when we take the time to be still and we can like tune into our thoughts and hear our thoughts but i don't know what that is so what is it we can we can delve into this but we have to step step it back okay so well, we'll use uh, something physical, an example. There's this case for your sunglasses, right? Yeah. So. My blue light blockers. Yeah, blue. Swannies. They're let's, sweet. Let's okay. <laughs> yeah. <this laughs> keep, <is laughs> keep going. Anyway, so, well, yes, let's pull, pull it out. So we have this thing, right? Yeah. So for our definition, this will become the object. Yeah. And whatever is experiencing it is going to be the subject. Yeah. Okay. And the subject and the object, can we agree that they're different things? You're right. They're the, independent of each they're other. Independent. So this is the object. I'm looking at it. My eyes are looking at it. That is the subject. You're the observer. That is the subject. That is the subject, yes. Yeah. I'm the one experiencing yeah. this thing. Got it. Okay. So I'll close my eyes. I'm aware of my senses. I know my, I know my eyes are there. I can't see anything. But so what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, what I'm feeling is the object what is observing that object right now it's my mind it's my thoughts that's what's uh doing all the calculations and everything that's what's interpreting this the senses so now you have these thoughts i am joe i am adam those thoughts are objects to what to the subject to the experiencer that could be your consciousness or your intellect fine but then beyond that there's, that's it. You're, you're, that, that everything else, that, that's, that's your true nature is, is that infinite consciousness that's, that's beyond all the senses and all the thoughts and everything. Yeah. That, that is the, I guess, the Vedanta explanation of proving that you are not your thoughts. Because the object, if you're experiencing it. Because the, the thoughts are in relation to the object which yeah. you have experienced. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you are your thoughts, then when you're angry, then if then you, you become anger, and then when you're happy, then you would disappear if you were that thought. Oh, because because there's fluctuation. Yeah, fluctuation. Yes, yes. So yeah. you cannot be that thought. Yeah, yeah. And even so, I even had the thought like, so you're talking about like, all right, I can I've I've closed my eyes and like I I can still through my mind like almost feel yeah. the object there. It's because we're all fucking energy, man. Like this physical self is not. This is just one realm. This is just one plane of existence. And the trans, the transcendence is understanding that what we are, 
is more than just this physical self, this mm-hmm. physical plane of existence. And understanding that whether you call it God or whether you call it the universe or wh- whatever the yeah, fuck whatever it, it is, like wherever it really has no name, you can't name it. It's beyond it, it language. Is, it is beyond whatever yeah. noise we make with our mouth. Like it's 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 beyond that shit, right? We are a part of that thing. We mm-hmm. came from that thing, and I have definitely experienced in a very real way of and where I I understand wholeheartedly now that like I. We have a physical self. We yes. have a body. We are not this physical self. Yeah. What you identify as Joe, what I identify as Adam, and like when I look in the mirror and I see that, like for the longest time I thought that was Adam, but that's yeah. not me. That's not your true nature. It's a reflection of your true nature, it's just, but it's not your true nature. It's not even a reflection of my true nature. It is, it's just simply just the, the physical space in which I'm inhabiting at the moment. Yeah, so it's, your, it's the physical reflection of your true nature. Yeah, but how is that a reflection of your true nature? Because you experience it. That's what you experience. You, you have the sense of I-ness, right? right? So, that you exist. Yeah. Um, we're essentially operating under the, the, the assumption that we're all God experiencing himself itself yes right yeah um and you're saying this physical is your is it's a reflection of yourself yeah so i mean it's not really who you are right it's not it's very temporary but it's it's a way to experience yourself yeah so i I don't know if that makes any sense yeah i think i I think i'm getting hung up on that word reflection reflection okay yeah uh, manifestation. Yeah, I would go okay. with, yeah, like a this is our very physical manifestation yeah, of our manifest- true nature. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I like that word okay. better. Yeah, if we're just getting weird on words. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, but yeah, dude. Like, so when I had my very first DMT experience, right? We talked about this, but like, it scared the shit out of me, and I sat on it for a while, and I realized that what fucked me up was that I was still me. Yes, I was me in my full self but I was not here physically yeah. and I was gone and like, I just blasted off and like, it just came on so quickly and the geometric patterns came on way faster than I was ready for. And I thought, man, fuck, I think I'm going to be here forever. I thought I was going to be in that place forever and it was discombobulated Mm -hmm. and it was scary. And I've been there several times since. And when you're there, you understand the concept of eternity and infinity. Ah. Forever is a is a thing because as humans we can't really we can say it. Yeah. But it doesn't really mean. Anything. Yeah, we can intellectualize. Forever it. doesn't mean shit. But when you can feel forever, bro. Mm. When you can feel it, when you are one with it, whatever this infinite universe, this whatever this thing is, yeah. this Existence, this vastness. It's vast, bro, and you are it, and it is you, and there's no difference, and it's very accepting, and it's like, it is positive, and it is love, but it's also scary, bro. It's I like how you use the fuck. word vast. Um, one of the, in in Sanskrit, Brahman, or in the God, uh, one of the, that, that defines, um, one of the definitions of it is the vast. Dude. <laughs> Because it's, 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 if it's small. infinite, it's the vast. Yeah, it is, dude. You feel so small, but you are it, and it's you. Everything is one, dude, and it's um, it's a very crazy experience for sure, man. And when, like whenever I came back to this existence, I'm like, fuck, whoa, mm. dude. But like, there's been a couple different times when you kind of cross over to this different plane of existence, and I remember one time I had very challenging experience with some psilocybin mushrooms and um dude i thought 
I was going to be there forever. I fucked up because here's where I fuck. You should never, with any of these compounds, like you really have to treat these things with respect. Like, oh, for you really sure. Do. Like I've definitely done it the other way and not, and it's not always a bad thing, but I have had some some very challenging experiences as a result of it. Like you're just not in the right you know headspace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or you're not the right environment. You're not the right night. Yeah. yeah, you're not in the right environment. Set and setting really matter. You're not with somebody that you trust. Yeah. Or just whatever the case may be. Um, you can have some some pretty fucked up times if you do that, and I've done that too. But um, what the fuck was I saying, dude? Different di- different states of awareness, different planes of existence. You took the MT, and you were still yourself. Oh, I know. What I was gonna say. Um, so whenever I did the psilocybin, I was in this place, dude, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" I knew I had stuff here mm-hmm. to do. I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Like I was about to cross over, and I started freaking the fuck out. Because um, I made plans that day, and, like, time disappeared. Like, time was disappearing, and I didn't know how long I was going to be gone for. And I just knew that it was infinity. It was forever. Like, I'm never coming back. Like, this is forever. Like, and I just understood it. And it was freaky because, at least with with the psilocybin experience, I, um, I was like, man, like, is my life fucking real? Like, did I go to work yesterday? Uh Uh-huh. My whole childhood, like, my best friend, is he a real person? Did, do I have kids? Like, are those – it freaked me the fuck out, bro. I thought my whole life was a dream. Like, I fucking lived and died, like, a thousand lives mm-hmm. in that experience. But, like, through these, these you know, these uh, psychedelic experiences, man, I've just had that realization yeah. of, man, like, th- there's more than this than what we're seeing on the physical spe- – like, uh, on this on this physical realm. And, like, we just have so much power and potential, man. Yeah, and you don't even need to – do to do DMT or mushrooms or smoke weed or get high to experience that you experience it every night when you sleep when you go to sleep yeah man you know we just right now when we go to sleep we have a dream and we just kind of like throw it off or just like just because we're so used to it that it becomes norm that it doesn't become like wait did that really happen or what did it really happen yeah no I'm still listening to okay you. so there's um we have our waking state our dream state and our deep sleep state. Yeah. That is the example used uh, by the the Vedanta monks that to explain that this reality is temporary and your true nature is not tied to the waking state or the dream state or even the deep sleep state. What's it tied to? It's not tied to anything. You're free. Yeah. So it's beyond that. Um, So, you know, we have our waking state and we have our physical bodies and everything feels real. It feels tangible, you know? Yeah. You can grab. Yeah. So for, you know, for this waking state, what we experience, what we feel, that that's, that's your, I guess we can call it consciousness, experiencing that state of mind. Yeah. This, this, and the waking state. When you have a dream, they have different laws, different physics in a dream where you can do things that you can't do right. in this waking state, but you can do things there that you, maybe you can fly or whatever, yeah. 360 vision or anything like that. Um, and then you go into that a d- different state of consciousness or dif- different like wavelength, you want to call it, which is the deep sleep where our instruments are shut off. Right. And the, the waking state, we have all of our senses and we have our minds, so we have those. We can experience that. In our dream state, our mind is still working. It's able to project. Your body's paralyzed, though. You can't, yeah, yeah. You can't move. You can't do shit. So your senses are 
diminished, but your mind is still firing as if it was awake. And then in deep sleep is when you're not even experiencing yeah. the mind. Sleep is weird, man. Like, nobody knows what's going on there. We have, like, ideas mm-hmm. and we have theories, but, like, nobody really knows why we sleep or what we're doing when we're sleeping. Like, I mean, there's some studies that have happened, yeah. and we got some understanding, but it's it's a complete mystery. It's still a complete mystery. Yeah, sure. I've read a couple books on it still, and it's it's still a complete mystery, man. It's, it's some crazy shit. Yeah. Sleep and but, consciousness. Yeah. Fucking consciousness. But that, that those three states point out that it's the same consciousness experiencing those three states of awareness yeah. or non-awareness. So you're yourself you're the one experiencing those three states or maybe even psychedelic state does not change yeah do you believe in like reading into dreams and and like dreams have messages what they represent not not really yeah not really i mean there's lucid dreaming and there's people who can use the benefit if they know how to control it yeah a lot of like scientific breakthroughs or just even general breakthroughs you have a dream about it I'm like, oh, okay, that's how she's supposed to do it. Yeah. Um, but I don't really read in too much to it. There's probably something there, but yeah, I I don't really look into yeah. it too much. Yeah. Do you have dreams? Do you remember your yes. dreams? Um, sometimes. I don't remember mine. Or you, I don't even know if I have them. Well, you can actually enable lucid dreaming. Whenever I go on, like, if you want to do that, oh. like how? Okay. So you have to practice this a lot. During the day, you got to practice and ask yourself, look at your hands. Am I dreaming? Am I awake? Look at a clock to see what time is it and look back to see if it's still the same time. Okay. The reason why is time in a dream does not follow normal time here. Right. In the waking state. Yeah. If you're looking at a clock in a dream, you look at something and you look at the time again, it's completely out of whack. If you're looking at a clock. So that's one mnemonic that's used. Um, to help yourself lucid dream or to help yourself to, to, realize you're dreaming? To help you, yeah. To help yourself become aware that you're in a dream. But how, that's so hard. Like, how would you, that means you would have to like. Practice it. One, every day, when all you, the time. When you were in the dream itself, you're talking about practicing like when you're not dreaming. Yes. So you know that when you are dreaming. And you, it's, it becomes in your subconscious and you do that in your dream. You can look at the time. Ah, uh, that's interesting. So you, you create habits when you're not dreaming so that way yeah. you can try to influence habits while you are dreaming. Yes. Huh. A lot of things that we do in a dream is like just a representation of what we do, we do in real life. How many times though in a dream are you going to just like stop and be in, and just say to yourself, am I dreaming right now? I wonder if I'm dreaming. If, who, you, if, if, you, practice, that, if you practice it, then you, you, it can be possible. Who has that awareness? You, can, you, would ho- you would hope you have that awareness. Yeah, no, no, it's done. I've done it. You've done it? You yeah. I, I, was, I was writing a paper on lucid dreaming in high school, so I tried out the method, and it works. But you got to also write a dream journal. Mm. So have a book near your bed. Right after you wake up, write down. If you, if you remember having a dream, write it down. What it was. What it as was. As fast as you can, you'll forget. You're going to forget it. You'll forget you're going to forget it. Yeah. And just do that every day. Huh. Every day. Yeah. For, for like a few weeks I and then if, doing the thing every day for a few weeks I wonder if cannabis suppresses your dreams because I mean I smoke hmm. and I usually, usually have cannabis before bed every day yeah and I don't dream I just don't I like I tell I tell my girlfriend all the time I close my eyes and I open them and that's you it you just don't remember maybe I close my eyes and I open them and here we are I'm awake yeah <laughs> like I don't remember dreams until unless I uh, if I have like a tolerance break or I'm not yeah. smoking or something huh 
I will have fucking crazy dreams, and I I lose sleep because, yeah. <laughs> because I have so many dreams. No, I I heard that from a lot of people. I I don't know. I've I've smoked before and had dreams. Yeah, everybody's but, different. But then again, I don't really. I haven't written down. I smoked today. Am I gonna dream today? I haven't really done any, you know, written yeah. down. But I know I have smoked before and still and still dream, had and dreams. Still dreamt that yeah. night. Yeah, I don't. I don't at all. Mm. I just pass the fuck out. That's good that you get nice yeah. deep sleep. Especially with edibles. One time my brother and I were in. Uh, I guess it wasn't this year. I guess it was those last New Year's. We were in uh, Colorado, and I probably had like sixty or seventy milligrams worth of edibles. It's a good amount. It's not like a crazy amount, but it's a lot. And I lost like half my day because I just passed the fuck out. And I was just in coma. I was in a comatose state for mm-hmm. the rest of the day. Edibles do that to me. Yeah. They put me to sleep. They're <laughs> not my favorite for that reason, dude. Uh, Holy yeah, shit, in man. You ever do edibles and do yoga? Yes. Yeah. Um, That's the move, bro. Yeah. Well, it depends on the class, too. But, yeah, if, if I'm in a flowy state, you yeah. know, I do jujitsu if it's open mat. If I'm there to learn something, like to do class, yeah, I try to be as sober as possible. For jujitsu, yeah, for jujitsu, jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. or or for yoga in general. If I really want to learn something, yeah. yeah. If you're too blessed, I have a hard time learning. Oh no, yeah, I, yeah, I can't read when I'm high. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the same page. I'm like, what the fuck? It's just too much, too yeah. much to focus on. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see. It. I like hot yoga. You like hot yoga? I've do done you? hot yoga a few times, yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's, well, not today, but when it's, like, snowing outside, it's, like, the perfect, like, counter to. I just solar. like heat. Yeah. I enjoy heat much better than cold. Ah. I mean, I do the cold exposure just because I understand the health benefits, mm-hmm. but I don't fucking like it, bro. Do you do cold exposure? Uh, not intentionally. No. I mean, I, I, I don't mind walking around in, like, a t-shirt or something. No, like, when cold, cold showers or. Sometimes. You ever done cryo? done it once yeah. um i probably would have to try it a few more times to really f- to get the benefits of it yeah. but it was just like a a cheap trial and yeah i'm like okay that was cool I'm yeah like, okay it was kind of like whatever though. yeah it wasn't something like oh i fucking love this I gotta yeah it's not like oh i feel really good oh, so I do this all the time but you know if it's a practice and you do it all the time it'll probably do something for you yeah yeah do you have you done a float tank yet I have, I have. I like float tanks. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's one close to here. Yeah. There's um, not one that far. Was it Float STL? I think right so. The corner yeah. I think yeah. they work with Jimmy and Kelly D'Angelo. Oh, nice. I think they. I, I'm probably like ninety percent confident. I think I just saw their logo on Kelly's banner. Yeah. I gotta try that again though, cause I, especially now that I have this other understanding of of who I am. Yeah. Cause I did the the floating maybe like two years ago. And just the one time you did it? I did it like two or three times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did it about three times. But now, especially when I have a purpose in meditation. Yeah. You know, so it, yeah. it'll help. I, um, I've only floated twice. And um, I did it. I mostly, well, I wanted to do it for a while. And then I, uh, Deja bought me a, a Groupon mm-hmm. with a couple of floats. And um, I mostly just used it because like I fucking tweaked my neck doing jujitsu. Oh, yeah, I'm like God, dude. I didn't even go like soak in this. I mean, because it's just magnesium. Epsom salt, I think. Yeah, or Epsom something? salt. Yeah. Right. So it's magnesium. And so like, let me go soak in this water and like get all this magnesium yeah. and help relax my muscles. And the first time I did it, I was in a pod. And the second time I was in like a room mm-hmm. with like it was like I guess the size of like, a king size bed. So yeah. the room was obviously better than the pod. Do you think but, so? 
For me, it was because okay. I had more space. Ah. Oh, yeah, because you're long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> To me, the pod was perfect. I'm like, yes. Yeah, the pod wasn't, the, the pod wasn't bad. It's just like obviously you're in there and you're floating, mm-hmm. so you, you tend to maybe bump into a wall or something. Yeah. So it's just for me, it's just uh, I'm bigger than you, so it's just less, yeah. less to bump into in the room. But um, I used – the first time I, um, I realized it took me probably like 25 minutes to, to like relax my head. Like, I, I was just laying there, but I was still holding my head up for the longest time. And then I finally, like, I could feel my muscles finally yeah. relax. I'm just like, oh, there it is. And then the second time I, I went and um, I was able to find that, you know, that relaxed state yeah. a whole lot quicker. It's just like getting the reps in. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's a fun experience, too. The first time I was there, I was just, like, bouncing left to right, just trying to – just playing around with it because it's such a cool feeling Yeah, to be – like you're not completely weightless, but you're very, very light. Yeah, I mean, and you're any in there. subtle movement is gonna like throw you off to the side. And yeah, just moving your hands around, just yeah. like doing some stretches when you're down there, just feels great. That's a good way to do it. I try not to move as much yeah. as possible. I wanted to just like be completely suspended and just like lose that sense. Yeah. I, I didn't want to bump into walls and shit. Yeah, me. after an hour, I was completely still. Yeah, and then after when it when it was over, I'm like. Did you wow. float for an hour and a half, or how long? I think it was a two-hour. Yeah, two-hour float. Yeah, oh, yeah. nice. That's a long float. So after this, after this, I heard the music play, and it was over. I was like, "Oh man, I felt like I could have been there for a lot longer." Yeah, dude, like I the could... first one, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna be here for two hours." I'm like, "Damn, two hours. That's a long time." <laughs> and this, this was like five minutes in. Yeah, you know, so I'm pushing around, moving, and then after a while, just because it was good, because it's a sensory deprivation essentially you're not seeing anything yeah everything's pretty quiet yeah you can hear your heartbeat yeah and then yeah you just the one i was in had an option for music it had it had like three different volumes of music ah. if you wanted to have music okay. and then you could actually they had like these like glowy kind of lights if you want to have lights mm-hmm. so you could if i guess if somebody was weird and they didn't want to be completely um deprived of all their senses yeah but um i liked it dark and quiet me too yeah Time just flew by, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I found myself, um, like, anticipating when it's going to be done. Because I knew I only had so much time. I'm like, all right, man, like, this is going to be – like, I didn't want it to end. Yeah. So it's like – at least the first time I was, like, I was fixated on when it was going to end instead of just, like, allowing myself to just be in there. And then the second time whenever I did it – I just wasn't worried about the time, and then it felt like five minutes, and then it was done. It's just like, shit, man, time just flew by. I think two hours would have been better. I think I only floated for an hour each time. It's a good it's, it's good medicine. Yeah, dude. It's a good rate. I wouldn't mind having a float tank. <laughs> that would be sweet, yeah. Yeah, you can make them for actually fairly cheap, yeah, but yeah. I would, I'd rather like buy one. Yeah. Have like a legit be, one. I, don't, I don't think I would use it enough to, to warn me. I think you might you might use it more than you think if yeah. you had it, though. <laughs> probably. I mean, I, w- I would probably float on a on a, a damn near like every other day mm. basis if I had like a legit float tank. Because, I mean, you just think from the physical aspect, I mean, you get a ton of benefits. Yeah, with recovery. Just recovery, yeah, yeah with all the Epsom salt and shit like that. There's just a ton of benefits there, but then it's just like daily meditation, and it's just it's just good to kind of like unplug and just be away from mm-hmm. everything. So with meditation, can we can we go back to meditation? I really like to stop, yeah, bro. Whatever okay. The fuck are you gonna talk about, so man? what 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 would be the purpose of meditation? 
from from for, with with floating with with, with in, in, general? In, in general like with, what what is you know so we, we 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 say it's good and we all intuitively like yeah it's a good thing it's a good thing to meditate it's kind of clears your head or yeah makes you calm yeah um, I like to just do things that are difficult and and um, I think it's important to. Um, check in with yourself and to tap into yourself. I'm always surprised by how many, like with floating, how many people don't want to float because they're scared to be with just them and their, yeah. their thoughts. So I feel like doing things like that, mm-hmm. things that make you um, maybe uncomfortable or things that are a little bit more challenging because our natural tendency is always to be moving, to be moving. Yeah. Like there's benefit in that. So like, I mean, I just see the benefit in just stillness you mm-hmm. know what i mean like to your point earlier like just being able to sit still like that's i mean not enough people do that and i think that's very valuable that that's that's true that's good um the explanation from a vedanta point of view yeah you use meditation for self-realization essentially what you you said yeah um you don't meditate for repetition you meditate for realization so once you hit that realization you don't really need to meditate anymore because it's like uh it's like a pill it's like a medicine let's say you're sick so you have the you have the pill you have the medicine and you take it and i guess that fights the antibodies and then i guess your illness and your sickness and your medicine then that leaves you and you're back to normal so you don't you no longer need that medicine anymore so Yoga, meditation, uh, the breath work, the physical practice, all the yamas and niyamas, what you should do, what you, didn't, you shouldn't do. When you've done all that practice, you put in all that work, and you have self-realization, you transcend those practices. You, don't lo- you no longer need, need that practice anymore. That's the theory. That that that's that's. But who reaches that point of transcendence where you don't need these practices? I think that's the point there, of being there human. Are, there, there are people that have done that, like the the swamis, the the rishis, the the yogis that have done it, uh, Buddha, Christ, Muhammad, all these great um, spiritual teachers. Yeah. And it's gonna. It happens again. It happens to. It, it happens to. It, it it can happen to you. It's 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 within everybody. That that would make sense if if the ultimate goal is is only the like the spiritual outcome does that make sense is that the whole purpose of everything right is is to tap into the you're talking about the transcendence of self right yeah and like so from like an energy spiritual standpoint like is it's everything whatever your 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 self being is i always talk about it as in the form of energy whatever that is everything is in relation to that right but like this this human this physical self in which we live in until we die yeah like i mean that's like it's still there that's like a fleeting thing yeah and like well, and that needs that needs like daily practice i think i feel like even if you transcend you would still need to do this you do just, no just, the thing is when, on the physical when, space when itself. you transcend you realize your true nature but you still have this physical manifestation. Yeah, you so still so, so you, you still got to eat. You still got to work. You still got to do the things you got to do. Why would you not still do yoga or meditation? No, you, you'd, you'd still do that too. Even if you transcend. But but <laughs> but do you really – so here's what I'm really getting at then maybe. Just think about this. Cut you off. Is it possible to fully transcend before death? 
That is the ultimate transcendence, I would say. Well, how do you define transcendence? Because well, we, we need to – this is a big word. Yeah, I know it is, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say yes or no without knowing <laughs> what you mean by transcendence. Well, I mean, if we're just talking about – I guess, what are we talking about with transcendence? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. Okay. So Let's define this word. What are you talking about with transcendence? For me, it's just the knowledge of it. The knowledge. The knowledge that you are not tied to your body. You're not tied to your thoughts. Yeah. You transcend those. So you once you have it. that knowledge and you, you have that understanding, then what? Then do whatever you want. Then you just teach? You can teach. You can help people. You can do jujitsu. You can paint. <laughs> <laughs> so is the purpose of, of yoga and meditation and, and some of these other teachings you feel is just is, is to get to that place of transcendence? That self-realization. That self-realization. Yeah. Now, how common do you feel or, or how obtainable is it to even get to that place? Very, you've gotten there. Well, okay, so even once you get there, <laughs> why would you not still keep, you know, keep practicing? Do you still practice? Practice what? Well, what do you mean practicing? Well, practicing or practicing yoga, practicing meditation, practicing whatever it is to help you get to that place. Yeah, it's just you don't. It, I'm not saying you is stop it, doing it, but it, you don't have to do it because uh, you already realized it. Oh, okay. So you're saying like, because you're saying that the the goal is to get to transcendence, and then now um, once you got to transcendence, maybe not transcendence. I don't know what that means. What are we? Isn't that what we're talking about? To transcend. <laughs> to to me, it's, it's self realization. Self realization. I want to be more specific. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So the goal is to get to self realization. Yes. Right through these tools. Yes. Right, and then once you've reached the self realization point, then these tools maybe have a different purpose. Yeah, and you don't have to do them, or you can keep on practicing them if you like it. Do oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. It's like I said. It's like a medicine. It's a well. That portion of it is, is is a medicine. You take it once you realize it, then you know it. Same thing. Let's say your name, right? When you were a kid, how many times did you have to repeat it in order to know what your name was? I don't know. You don't remember. Now, when somebody says Adam, you already know who who that is. You don't have to repeat yourself. I am Adam. I am Adam every day to remember who you are. Yeah, that's a good. Analogy. So this is kind of like that. You realize your self-realization, who you really are. Okay, well, I am. Not yeah. my body. Not my mind. Not my thoughts. You just yeah. know. Okay, great, cool. Then you just move on. <laughs> oh, I hear you're saying. I hear you're saying. It, it's a lot easier than you think, and there's no. I get what you're you don't get superpowers. You can't levitate. We're we're still living in this in this physical realm. Right. You know, we're bound by it. So. Right. Yeah, and that's what kind of where I was thinking. It's like, all right, well, you're trying to reach this maybe this state of realization. Yeah. Or self actualization, and it's just like as humans, I feel like you're never like the work is never done. Even once like once you still feel like you got the message. You can still lose the message if you don't keep doing the yeah. work. Um, it's even just like when you get in shape. If you don't keep working out, exactly. you're going to fucking lose it. Yeah. you got to keep doing it, like a small dose every day, minimal effective dose. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't have any answers here, um, Joe. I'm just spitballing with I, you. I, I agree that you you still have to practice. Well, once you attain it, though, and you realize what it is, when you, you know the true nature of something, then you can decide whether it's something that you want to do or not. Yeah. So, it, it, but you really have to understand its true nature. Yeah. Um, we can go back to attachment real quick. I have a, a short example of like, we want all these material things, and you think it's gonna make you happy. Yeah. But when you understand its true nature, it's not the item that's gonna make you happy. It's your own self. That's, that's true. That's gonna make you happy. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I look at these like material things that everybody wants or most, most people want as it's, it's, it's just a mirage. Yeah. So we, we're walking through and we see this thing and it looks like your looks like water. It looks like a lake. And okay, I want to go there because I'm in the desert and I want to fill up my water bottle or something. Yeah. So you walk towards it. You keep walking towards it and you realize there's no water there. Yeah. And you realize, oh yeah, this is a mirage. This is what they talk about in textbooks. I've never been in the desert, but now I know from experience that this is a mirage. Yeah. So you go back on your path and you keep on walking and then you look at it and you still see, oh, it looks like water. It looks like uh, it looks like a lake. But now you have that knowledge. You yeah. have that realization that actually is a mirage. So you don't waste your time. You forget all that and you keep going on your path. Yeah. So instead of, oh, a new car or this, this new thing, new iPhone, I want that. That's going to make me happy. Yeah. You actually get it and maybe bring you some temporary happiness or something. But then you realize that that anger still comes back out. So that doesn't really solve your yeah your problem yeah you got to do the work with it yeah for sure so now when you see something that's material you realize okay this might benefit me but it's it's it becomes a mirage well it's not really really something that's gonna yeah solve the issue that i have that's within me yeah that's a like, like that's a trick a lot of us play on, on ourselves oh we i do it too i do it all the time man it's like oh man i want that like i'm gonna be happier when i get that yeah and you buy it and you're just like ah whatever yeah you get it you get, it gets old it gets boring mm-hmm. like whether it's a game or like so many times whenever i was a kid like you get a game or a toy yeah and you play with it for a week or two and then it's you're like done. yeah yeah, like it didn't really make you happy, mm. right? Like temporary. It did. It did at first when you first got like, yeah, awesome, new game. Yeah, but it's temporary. Like it's not like true happiness. Yeah. It's like, um, it. Yeah. I feel like there's a there's a difference between satisfaction and happiness. I feel like. Oh, big difference. Big difference. Like you can be like I feel like being truly happy is something that is. Um, like like having good self esteem and, and like and, and being happy with your life and who you are, like that's like long term. Like that's serotonin. That's not that's not like dopamine, which is like these short hits of satisfaction. You know what I mean? Like pleasure, if mm-hmm. you will. You know, like happiness and pleasure. Like one's short, one's long term, and like one's real and I feel like one's just like just this fleeting thing. Yes. So like when you're satisfied it's just it's just like pleasure. It's just like short term dopamine hits. It's not true happiness. They call it ananda. Ananda? Like bliss. Bliss. So yeah, that's a good way to put it. The way they describe God is Satchit Ananda. Infinite existence, consciousness, bliss. Oh, okay. So that's one of the names for God or yourself. Bliss. Bliss. Mm. Like infinite bliss. I can dig all, it. All the happiness is already there. Yeah. We just forgot that it was there. Yeah. Um, we were. We are immortal. We just forgot that we were. Yeah. Um, you were always there, and you'll always be there. But you just forgot that you were because we're stuck with these instruments that we're using as our human body. Our mind, yes. our senses, very limited. Yeah. So... Yeah, we just forgot that we were because of our ignorance. That's true. I like I like how you said that because there's there's um there's a lot that we don't 
understand, that we don't see, that we don't hear, that we just we can't experience yeah. because we just don't have the tools. We can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, but ultraviolet that, waves. But like it doesn't mean they're not there. No, they're always there. Everything, everything already exists. Yeah, one hundred is already. It's just whether or not we can experience. Exactly. It. Yeah, you said so when we were talking that one time in the gym. You said something because um, we were talking about like uh, I was talking about like energy and one end of the spectrum to the other, good yeah. and bad. And you're like, there's no good and bad. It's just, it's just all the, it's just is. It's, yeah, it's the same. It's just all the same. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck, man. Like that's that was a heavy realization for me because we always want to put these um these characteristics on things these labels on things yeah like, very polarizing yeah everything's polar opposite this is this or this but it's like it's all the same thing it's just all a part of it yeah you know like like humans like i'm not this perfect human being i'm not all good i'm not all bad i have the capability of being both yeah everybody does but i'm just human mm -hmm. it's neither good nor bad it just is yeah that was a very fucking <laughs> dude. That was a heavy, dude. That was a heavy realization for me. Like I never, I was thinking about that because I always think about it in in terms of energy. I'm like, well, we have positive and negative. Like, yeah. This balance. There's always this balance. There's one and then there's the other. Yeah, and, it's very dualistic. And everything's balancing, but it's like let's fill in the gap, and it's not balancing. It just is. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked me up. Because it, it it doesn't matter what your action is. Um, if you're talking about good or bad, it might be good for somebody and it might be bad for somebody. You know, because every that that point of view is very subjective. It's relative. Yeah, right? it's very relative. Yeah. So yeah, we can go into a jujitsu match. If you win, yeah, good for you. Bad for me. Opposite, good for me. Bad for you. So I mean, it's just it kind of it. it just, it's what happened was there was a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. Shit, bro. You need to open up like a little opium den and just <laughs> <laughs> smoke opium and do do jujitsu jiu jitsu and yoga. I wouldn't mind just doing jujitsu and yoga. <laughs> I can, I'll take the opium out of it. Yeah, I've never done opium. Mm -hmm. Like like in the sense of like where they used to like smoke it in the dens back in the day. Oh yeah, I they mean, just they, stuck I mean, in they, there. Obviously they prescribe narcotics and shit to you all the time for, yeah. <laughs> for surgeries and shit. But uh, nah, I would avoid that. I would avoid that too. I, avoid I don't that know, too. or maybe try it. I don't know. See how you feel. See how you like. That's it. the thing, though, dude. People have always been trying to find ways to explore consciousness, yeah. or to expand it, or to escape from this thing. Like they're always trying to manipulate consciousness in some form or fashion, mm -hmm. whether that's through like a psychedelic or, or you know whatever drug, yeah, or through breath work or cold exposure like we're always trying to change our consciousness in some form or fashion yeah we can't though not our consciousness our thoughts we can change our thoughts yeah for sure um when i say change our consciousness i just mean like change our conscious changing and change the way in which we experience our consciousness right because when you when you when you do drugs, you are changing the way in which you are experiencing your consciousness. You're not experiencing your, well, and and your consciousness is the one that it's experiencing. So what you're experiencing, I'm trying to think about this. I hear what, what you. I, I get. I get. I get the technical point that yeah. you're trying to make, but the, but the the point is. The way in which it's experienced is changed. Yes, yes. What you yeah. What you we're let's say we're here in a sober state and we're looking at we're watching a movie, 
and you take a diff- like a drug, you get high, or you do some kind of LSD or something, and you're watching that same movie, you might have a different experience of it. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? As yeah, the, okay. the experience changes. Okay, so the experience changes. But your consciousness is the same. We, we're exploring consciousness. Is that, that is conscious exploration. 100%. Can you de- uh, you're exploring okay. your you're exploring your consciousness in a way that you haven't before. You your ex- your consciousness exploring. So now we're getting to the to I'm the very of, I have to be very technical. I'm very, very Now we're getting to the point of like what is consciousness, right? You're saying the consciousness is the one doing the exploration. It's the experiencer. And I'm it's saying and it's I'm saying that you are experiencing your own consciousness. Well, we're saying the same thing. You are your consciousness. Yeah, you are okay. your consciousness, yes. right? Yeah. And you are experiencing, and you are exploring it in a different way. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I right? agree with you, you in that way. You yes, yes, saying, yes, right? yes. So now you are, with that exploration, you are now exploring your own consciousness. Because yes. the exploration, okay. the, the exploration comes in, the experience of that of which is not normal of what you would typically feel you know what i'm saying okay okay we can, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll bring it back i think we're doing the exact same thing okay, okay. so let's let's get the semantics right joe so the eyes right you only know what your eyes look like because of reflection yeah, reflection see, of it yeah uh, without a mirror, without a, a lake or something that reflecting yourself to you, you would never know what your eye or what your face would look like. Right. Ever. Yeah. Right. Without some sort of reflection. Some, some sort of reflection. So this existence, this consciousness, all the senses that we're feeling, is just a reflection of it. Mm-hmm. Of that's the the only way consciousness can experience itself. Is through these instruments of reflection. Yeah. And they call it Maya, which is the world that we live in, this physical world. Yeah, and and, and these psychedelics do that. Yeah. <laughs> so it might change it might not change your consciousness, but it might change the instrument of perception that the consciousness uses. So it is the consciousness exploring itself, but through other instruments. Or maybe a certain part of your mind that's Instead of being at like a certain percentage, now it's like at fifty percent or seventy yeah. percent. Certain things get turned on and off. Yeah. So you're exploring parts of your mind that you would not otherwise be able to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's exploration. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'm glad we got that figured okay, out. Okay, I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, we we we're saying the same thing though. We're saying the same thing. Yeah, but I, I want us to have an understanding. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the great part about this, um, and I wish more people would do this not just in politics but in any kind of discussion is in order for us to actually have a consensus to to have a debate um i think the indians did this back in the day where i would have a statement in order for you to say something about it you either have you have to repeat it to me that same statement verbatim or rephrase it in a way that i could say yes i under- exact that's what i'm saying exactly yeah and then from them on, you can add in your your knowledge to it. Right. And, just and then build. build in and then you say it. And I have to, in order for me to add on, refute it, or agree to it, I have to repeat it or say it in a way yeah. 
that you agree with it. Yeah, so so we, so we both understand. Yeah, we're, we're both on the same we're, page. We're on the same level as far as semantics, definitions, and feeling, and everything. Yeah, and yeah, I, I wish more people would do that in 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 life in general. It would help. It would definitely help yeah. to have some clear some clear guidelines and understandings and like where are we all kind of operating from? But also I think it's, it's good to have the humility and understanding that none of us really fucking know, right? Like even, even like the things that we know, yeah. nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows. Like even all the teachings that you've been, you've been yeah. studying and learning, they're presented as understanding and they're presented as fact or um, not, not necessarily like more like guides, that, guides, right? Yeah. But but nobody knows. No. Nobody knows, and 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 some people really believe in them, and mm-hmm. and sometimes you have like evidence of these things or yeah. support or whatnot, but like nobody really fucking knows. Yeah. We're all just the, we're all just figuring it out. The the truth is, what is the the truth is based on your personal experience. No other truth can negate that. Yeah. You can have all the books, all the scientific theories, someone telling you something, but if you don't experience it, that's not going to be true for you. That's true. So let's say you have a piece of candy, right? Um, it's the same type of candy. I take one and you take one. And you say, oh, this is sour. Yeah. And I take one, oh, this is sweet. Right. doesn't matter how many times you tell me it's sweet yeah. it's sour. Yeah, because that's, that's based on your experience and that's the actual truth. It's based on your personal experience. Yeah, that's my truth. So that, that's everybody's truth. Yeah, that, that is everybody's <laughs> truth. <laughs> uh, so when people get too caught up in in books and everything, um, even in the Vedanta books, they're saying this like, once you have realization, you can throw the books away. You don't need it anymore, and everything should be based on your own experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you and I both are sitting here right now. And we're having two completely different experiences. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> two different truths of what's happening right now. Isn't that interesting? You ever leave like an interaction and you're just you're just so sure it went one way, and yeah, and <laughs> you're like they must have thought I was a fucking idiot. Or yeah, yeah. Like that was terrible or that was great even, and it's just like it was a complete opposite. Yeah, of whatever the fuck you're you talking know. to a girl and you think it's you're all smooth and like, stuff. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you call her back. So, well, what happened? I thought everything yeah, was going yeah. so good. You haven't returned my calls. Well, turns out, <laughs> yeah, life is weird like that, man. I always think of uh, like in movies where it's always like the next day after like a, a crazy night out or something. Mm-hmm. It's like some friends are talking or something, and it's like, yeah, dude, can you like I was just talking to this hot ass chick or blah blah blah, and it's like then it, like flashes back to like this guy's memory to like what really happened. Yeah, it's, like, him being super smooth <laughs> talking to the girls, but then it's like him really just like he threw up on some girl's shoes. Yeah, like, super <laughs> drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, Joe, buddy, this has been real. Um, okay. We're gonna wrap this up. Um, is there anything you want to leave us with? Um, Socials or anywhere you want to shout, <laughs> send people <laughs> to, or uh, shout out, or any- if not, then no, it's yeah. cool too, man. Well, so I got into Vedanta because of this podcast, and there's a chant that the Swami says. Okay. Um, cause I was, okay. So let, 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 let's end with this. Um, I was looking for new types of yoga to help physically. And I saw, I, I did some Googling and I got to this podcast saying Vedanta and yoga. I was like, Oh cool. It's a different type of yoga. Yeah. Um, so I listened to it. And so the monk 
it has nothing to do with like physical practice at all. This is all like the spiritual practice. Um, the monk introduces with a peace chant. I didn't know what it was say. So he goes, um, Om Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mityorma Abrintam Gamaya Om Shanti 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 And he explains what it means. It says, Om, bring us from the unreal to the real. Bring us from darkness into light. Bring us from death to immortality. Mm. Peace, peace, peace. After that, I was hooked. I was like, okay, I want to hear what he's talking about. That's what's up. <laughs> what, 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 uh, what podcast is that? Um, Vedanta. Just Vedanta. Google, Vedanta. V-E-D-A-N-T-A. Right on. It's good yoga. Any, any other recommendations if anybody's wanting to try to get into like a yoga practice? Um, <laughs> just no, do it. Just check. go 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 to a class. Go to a studio. Yeah. Um, you can do the YouTube stuff, which is fine, which is good. But you, it's you. You want to go to a studio with a good teacher because they're the ones going to be able to adjust you. Yeah. If you have certain issues, because you got to watch a YouTube video. They're not the the instructor isn't really seeing what you're doing where where you need to adjust. Right. When you have somebody there that can see where you need to adjust, it's going to be. So much better for you. We all need those guides and instructors and yeah. coaches. It really helps yeah. for sure. Right on, dude. Okay. All that right, was Joe, fun. My man. All <laughs> right, everybody. Until next time. Are you not entertained? Oh, that was a good conversation. I really enjoyed that. Joe, thanks again, my man. Guys, listen. If you are getting value out of the podcast, if you know, you're thinking about something differently, if you had an aha moment, if you, you, know, if you laughed, whatever, do me a favor. Bring us a friend. Bring us a new listener. Go tell a friend. Leave us a, uh, uh, you know, just lead somebody back to the community and help us grow this thing. You know what I mean? Share the episode. Uh, also, if you want to go above and beyond, go leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That, that really helps us grow and helps other people find the show as well. And I cannot thank you guys enough for that. Big thank you to... Uh, St. Louis Deck and Fence. Go to stldeckandfence.com. Check them out if you are local to St. Louis. They are producing quality decks and fences. And um, I can't wait to have them put in my privacy fence here at my house. And uh, I know they are going to provide you guys with the best work possible. So go check them out. St. Louis Deck and Fence.com. And then, as always, we're always brought to you by ImposedWill.com. Go to ImposedWill.com, check us out. You can save 10% off of our apparel when you use the code outside at checkout. Um, man, guys, I think that's all I have for you. Listen, I love you. Keep being rad humans, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Mwah.